0: Welcome friends to another r slash am I the jerk video today we've got a crazy story between a redditor and their mother-in-law that got feisty and we get to judge whether or not they were the jerk but first a story from Alyssa Jordan am I the jerk for telling my brother-in-law that I wouldn't sleep with him even if my life depended on it in front of his family and friends I 24 year old female got proposed to two months ago My fiance, Jax, 28 year old male, has a younger brother, Jacob, 23 year old male, who I went to college with. When I was in college, I slept around a lot and was pretty known for that. My fiance knew this, and so did his brother. Jacob was a bit of a jokester, so he liked to bring it up frequently. At family gatherings, birthdays, holidays, etc. My fiance and his family often told him to stop when they saw that I was uncomfortable with it. Last night, it was Jacob's birthday dinner me my fiance a lot of his friends and a few younger family members were there jacob started getting more drunk and started cracking unfunny jokes some included him saying how he was surprised i never took the chance to sleep with him in college being fed up and a little drunk i told him i wouldn't sleep with him if my life depended on it he got pissed and kept silent the dinner was awkward for the rest of the time My fiancé said and some of his family said that I didn't do anything wrong, and they've even been waiting for me to tell them that. This morning, I woke up to texts from Jacob's friends telling me that I'm a who-are and a witch. I didn't do anything wrong, but my friend requested that I post this on here to get outside opinions. First of all, the clear double standard is here. In college, if a guy slept around a lot, that would probably be classified as, like, the college experience, but this guy clearly has some kind of preconception and obsession over it. I think OP's not the jerk, and I think it's a little weird how much this guy seems to latch onto that subject. Do you guys agree that there must be more to this than just trying to make jokes at OP's expense? Whether it's jealousy, or maybe they're actually interested in OP? Let me know if you guys agree or disagree in the comments down below. Our next story is from Material Tooth 5120 Am I the jerk for not being able to invite my best friend to my daughter's first birthday? I'm 25-year-old male. My daughter's first birthday is on Saturday, and my husband, 27-year-old male, and I are throwing a big party for her. My best friend, 25-year-old male, will also be one year sober on the same day. When my daughter was born via surrogate, My best friend came to the hospital to see her and my husband, and I decided that if he wanted to see our daughter, he had to get clean. That also meant that he could no longer stay at our house, which he did so very often. So, before he came in, I went out and told him that he had to get clean before he ever came face to face with her. And since that, he's turned his whole life around. My friend and I grew up in foster care together and started using from a young age. We were even homeless together. I got sober when I met my husband at 21, and I try to encourage my friend to get sober with me, and he did, but he eventually relapsed. I've also become my friend's sponsor. I started talking to my husband that my best friend is really excited to come to the party, and how he has a nice gift for her, a nice outfit picked out for the day, and is beyond excited to finally meet her, he's only met her through FaceTime, and that I'm excited because I get to celebrate my daughter's first birthday and my friend's one-year mark on the same day. He tells me that he really doesn't think that my friend should be around our daughter just yet, even with being a year sober. He says that he could still have wild behavior. It breaks my heart, especially because he's been looking forward to this for a while, and my husband said a few weeks ago that it was okay if my friend came. It hurts telling him that he can no longer come, but promise to FaceTime him from the party. He's upset, but he understands my husband's decision. I feel like a jerk because he's been looking forward to this forever and I can't even celebrate his one year mark with him. I'm so proud of him and coming to this party was a real reward for him. And getting to stay in my house was something he really looked forward to because he feels a part of my family. I know it wasn't my decision to not let him come, but I still feel horrible. So am I the jerk? I think more than anything, what really matters is the behavior and temperament of the person if they're a good person being there for good reasons and they're a year sober, I see zero reasons to deny them from being able to visit. Now, if this guy is known to be some wild party animal that just can't control himself, even when they're not on anything, then sure, but to me, it seems like OP is the jerk for not letting them come simply because of paranoia and not because of realistic reasons. Our next story is from Throwaway AITA Bra. Am I the jerk for suggesting that my friend wears a bra or thicker shirt before coming over? Please bear with me and read the post before judging. I have a 6 month old and just started allowing visitors. My best friend came to visit and I texted her suggesting she wears a bra or a thick shirt if she plans to hold my son because he grabs nipples. Very hard. And my friend has hers pierced and told me they're super sensitive. I explained this to her, and she ignored my messages, but she came over anyway, poking through the shirt, and my six-month-old was staring hands-ready. I offered to give her a sweater, and she looked at me sideways and suggested I was sexualizing her and she isn't covering up. I explained that wasn't the case, but she didn't want to hear me. I respected her decision and asked if she still wants to hold the baby she grabbed my son for me and within 5 minutes he had a death grip on them and she jumped and screamed in pain and pulled him off her. I said that's why I suggested a bra. This made her even more mad and said, no, you suggested that because you're a misogynist. I was so confused and she left abruptly. She keeps telling our mutual friends that I was sexualizing her and was trying to make her wear a bra or that I wouldn't welcome her, but that isn't at all what happened. Am I missing something? I feel like her reaction is really uncalled for. I think OP is definitely not the jerk. The story is kind of funny and I think they gave ample warning and explanation that for some reason this person is willing to deflect and trying to victimize themselves and really twist it into a whole different thing that it's really not and then also trying to like publish those opinions to their whole friend group and hope that they latch onto it too. It's a six month old baby. Our next story is from Siobhan Lim Am I the jerk for being upset at my parents who FORGOT me when we ate out? So I have a cousin that's about 7 that my extended family on my mother's side doted on since she's the youngest and my uncle had her rather late in life when he was in his late 40s. I was about 19 when she was born so there's a very large age gap between us so I tend to treat her more as my niece than as my cousin as she's about the age of my nieces and nephews on my dad's side. Because my cousin is the youngest, our families tend to let her get away with a lot of stuff that they wouldn't have let me get away with when I was her age. I'm probably the only one in my family who even reprimanded her for doing something she shouldn't, like pinching their family helper or using my house's sofa as her personal seesaw. So I entered college late at 22, So, I was proud when I was able to graduate college with high honors four years after that and naturally wanted my parents there. However, apparently my cousin has this very important piano recital on my graduation day, and she absolutely wanted both my parents there along with hers. I thought my parents would at least attend my college graduation, but no. Apparently their own niece's piano recital is more important than their own daughter's graduation. My older brother and his then-girlfriend were the ones to attend my graduation. But fine, I'm an adult and I have my brother and his girlfriend there, so no loss. Recently, due to COVID restrictions being lifted in my country and were able to dine out again, both our families decided to have a night out for dinner. When we were leaving the restaurant, I, however, got a phone call from work, and had to step away to answer it whilst my dad was footing the bill due to the high noise level. When I finally finished it and went back to where my family were, they were nowhere in sight. Calls to their phones went unanswered. At this point, I'm starting to panic, as I'm stranded in the middle of nowhere with just my phone. I made multiple tries to both my parents' phones, but they didn't answer, left with no other choice. I had to hail the equivalent of Uber in my country and went back home. Fast forward a few hours, 10pm, both my parents and my uncle's family enter my house, laughing about something. My uncle was going, where were you? We got tired of waiting so we just left. And I told them the same thing I did earlier, that I had to answer a phone call encounter with where were they and why didn't they answer their phones. My mom then answered with, oh cousin wanted an ice cream so we went off. I totally blew up at that point, saying that they forgot their own daughter because their niece wanted an ice cream? In the heat of anger, I might have said more than I ought to. Now my parents and even my uncle's family are both mad at me for being this upset because they just wanted to get my cousin an ice cream, saying that I'm an adult and I can always go home by myself. It's not that which I'm upset about. Am I the jerk? I think Opie's definitely not the jerk. Regardless of the reason, if you drive to a place with somebody, you don't just leave them, you don't just go, eh, they can Uber, their phone call's taking too long, we're gonna go get ice cream, let's go guys. They clearly don't value OP as a member of their crew enough, to the point where they're willing to just leave them stranded while they go off for ice cream. It's honestly kind of depressing. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below, so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from A-I-T-A-D-A-I-G. Am I the jerk for showing up to my ex's house after our daughter sent me a concerning message? I and my ex split when our daughter, 13, was about 2, and have always had split custody 50-50. My ex remarried when our daughter was 5 and now has 2 younger kids. Her husband also has a son our daughter's age. I pay for a phone so she can keep in contact with both of us. She's smart with it and it's never been an issue before. When she's at her mom she texts me quite a bit she has cats here she wants to be updated on mostly anyways i dropped her off at school on monday and her mom picked her up like usual she texted me on and off through school and once more when she was picked up but i didn't hear from her again that day it was strange she always messages me before bed but i brushed it off she's growing up she'll stop texting me goodnight one day On Tuesday, no messages again, so I shoot a text to her mom, who doesn't reply. After school, I finally get a text back from my daughter, which literally reads, Daddy help. That's it. No response after I messaged her back. Obviously, I'm thinking 101 things. I text her mom and call her. No reply. So I hop in my car and drive over, and she's fine. Ish. She sees me, comes bolting out, and asks if I can bring her home. I have a lot of questions, but apparently so does her stepdad. He comes storming out, asks what I think I'm doing, etc. It's their week, I shouldn't be picking her up yet. I explain my issue. He gets all big guy and yells at my daughter for scaring me, which was not taken lightly by me. Anyway, turns out they were on an electronics detox and all electronics have been locked away. My daughter got upset on Monday night, and her stepbrother made fun of her, which continued through to the next day at school. She snuck on her phone when she got home to text me, but got caught and had it locked away further. Her mom got home a few minutes after the initial argument, and I told her she shouldn't be doing something like this with my daughter without my approval. That phone is my property, and I say she can use it to contact me if need be. Lock it up during the day if you must, but let her say goodnight at least. She apologized for that but stuck by her husband in the fact that I shouldn't have just shown up. I told her I texted her. She said her phone was also in lockup, so I should have tried the house phone or her work phone. Personally, I think calling her place of work to discuss our kid is absurd and I don't have their house phone's number. I took my daughter home as she didn't want to stay, but it's been tense. Obviously, they aren't communicating because they're still on detox, but my parents have since agreed with her claiming that she's the other parent, and if anything happened to her, I would have been told, I need to trust her judgment, etc. Which I get, but she wasn't responding either. So, am I the jerk? Did I overreact? I think considering the circumstance, almost anybody would react the same way. I don't think OP overreacted, and the fact that they tried the known forms of contact, and they couldn't get through to them because they don't have the house number... Was more than enough justification for OP just showing up when their daughter texts them, Daddy, help, with no other responses after that. This next story is from Throw Price Matter 1. Am I the jerk for demanding my husband pay me the $1,000 he spent behind my back? My husband, 33, and I, 31, used to have a two income home. But in 2020, we lost our home and one of our incomes, his. We moved into a smaller apartment had to sell many things, and gave up most of our costly habits. My husband has an expensive habit of going to the spa for a weekly massage session. We live in an urban area, so this stuff is ridiculously expensive. A single session is $250, and he has to have it every week. So that would be nearly a 1000 a month. I offered him to have his session at a regular spa, but no, he has to get it from that luxurious spa near the restaurant we used to go to, saying the lady who gives the massage is an expert and he's used to her. Problem is, I'm the only income earner and I'm struggling to make ends meet. I'm also pregnant and need to save money to prepare a nursery. I told him to cut his sessions, but he refused. I told him I won't be paying for them anymore, and he said he'd get the money himself. Yesterday I checked and saw that he's been using my credit card for his sessions for a whole month and had maxed out completely. I found that out when I went shopping for baby essentials and the cashier said I had no money. I had to return everything, then went home and went off on him. I told him he maxed my card out and made me look like an idiot at the store. He said he didn't tell me because he knew I'd have an issue with it. I demanded he pay back the thousand dollars he spent, but he refused. I yelled at him calling him irresponsible, and he got upset and called me selfish and told me to stop playing victim and that this is affecting both of us since he's going to be a parent too and it's stressful for him and I keep dismissing his own needs as a human. I went upstairs and he went out. He started giving me the silent treatment, but I kept demanding the money back. He said I shouldn't expect it back since we're married, therefore my money is technically his and I should stop using his unemployment against him. There's a few statements in here that kind of blow my mind. He said he didn't tell me because he knew I'd have an issue with it. What sound and reasonable logic? I guess that makes it okay then. Go out and sleep with somebody else too, but don't tell me about it because I might have an issue with it. And then also they're talking about their own needs as a human. I'm sorry, but a weekly massage session is not a need as a human. Also, I don't really do the whole, like, massage and spa thing. But is $250 a normal price for a session like that? I ain't saying anything, but that's a lot of money. Our next story is from jdjcjcinsbxjic. Am I the jerk for forcing my parents to disown my gay brother? I, 28-year-old female hate my brother, 30 year old male. He was always the golden child, I was an oops baby and they never wanted a girl, plus I was a fussy baby compared to him, so I annoyed my mother. He hated me too and kept telling lies about me to my parents. If he stole something, he would blame me and they believed him. He sabotaged all of my relationships, he bullied me, he forced my friends against me. My parents always took his side. I left home for college, managed to get a scholarship as soon as I could. He stayed in my hometown, renting a place near my parents, paid for by them of course. They stopped contacting me. Our family group chat was always about brother and his achievements and never sent me money. I live in another state now, married, my family was invited but didn't bother showing up for my wedding, and with a second baby on the way. My husband's family is great, so that's helping me a lot. Anyways, my parents are very traditional. Male head of the family, tradition, all this crap. So my brother coming out shocked to them. They absolutely demand blood-related descendants to carry on the family name. I should mention that I and my kids all have my husband's surname. Adoption is not an option. Neither is surrogating. They accept only proper marriage. So out of the blue, my brother contacted me. Apparently my parents will disown him. He lives off their money, has never worked unless he fixes the relationship with me so they can lay claim to my children since he's the cause i drifted away from the family he isn't the sole cause i blame my parents he actually flew to my state cried a lot blamed all the bullying on his stress from being in the closet yada yada i told him to freak off my family's dead to me and i don't care about him he's now saying how i'm petty willing to ruin an adult's life over childhood slights also that i'm homophobic etc but I refuse to be back in contact with my parents as a backup source of blood-related grandbabies now that their golden child has failed them. Am I the jerk? Yeah, I think OP's not the jerk. Living in a shadow like that for your entire life, being outcasted, forgotten about, pushed to the side, OP is literally one more family slight away from turning into an animated movie supervillain. I'll show them, never giving me the time of day. Our next story is from I Hate Men Who Game. Am I the jerk for getting up and leaving a local gaming tournament after my boyfriend's friends harassed me? So I, 21-year-old female, have been dating my boyfriend, 20-year-old male, for three years. We got accepted into the same college, and both of us tried out for our uni's Valorant team this last school year. I got in, he didn't. This caused a huge issue in our relationship, but I thought we worked through it. Well, there was a local gaming tournament for Valorant, and my boyfriend begged me to play. First place prize was $1200. Now I've been Radiant before, it's the highest rank you can be in the game. Right now I'm sitting a tier below that. My boyfriend's friends were going to join us, and are all a little lower rank than me. Well, we got into our bracket today, and I carried the heck out of them for 4 matches, like 30 plus kills each game, but we lost our 5th match. They started making passive-aggressive comments at me, and I just choked. Well, Sixth Game comes around, and they start making really sexist comments like, Darn, girls really don't belong in games, huh? Or, Did your boyfriend carry you OP? You're trash. Get back to the kitchen like a good girl. I thought my boyfriend would be mad, but he was just laughing with them. Halfway through our game, one of the boys said, Jesus, remind me to never ask a girl to play with us again. I'm pretty sensitive to that type of stuff and started crying. My boyfriend asked me to stop crying. It was just gamer banter and to just play the game. I told him he could go freak himself and I stood up and walked out of the gaming cafe. It's 12am now and my best friend just sent me tweets from a bunch of them and their friends saying crappy things about me and how unprofessional I am. My boyfriend won't even speak to me. He texted me that I embarrassed him. A lot of my online gaming friends are telling me to just apologize and own up to my fault of making them forfeit. My gaming team at my uni is telling me to break up with him and focus on their tournaments and to forget about him. Having been around the gaming scene for a while, having played plenty of CSGO in my days, I know firsthand how horribly toxic a lot of these people that play these games can be. Obviously not everybody is like that, but not being able to physically see somebody, only being connected via that microphone right in front of your mouth, that makes these people have the courage to say just horrendous things, whether it's sexist or literally straight up racist. Like legitimately, if you sat down for an hour on one of these games just joining random games and trying to find people who talk, if you're fishing for it, you could probably right away hear some horrendous comments. And god bless any woman that feels comfortable playing games with the voice chat on, literally it's not even okay. It doesn't matter where you are, it doesn't matter what game you're playing, there almost always is going to be some horrendous person that just tries to make you feel bad solely because you're a girl. I'd also say dump the guy. Our next story is from honestad7601, Am I the jerk for treating my daughter-in-law like a child when she was acting like one? My son and his wife have been staying with us for about a month now while they prepare to move into a new place in May. My wife and I enjoy having them with us and for the most part my daughter-in-law is lovely, but she's very messy. I'm retired from the army and I've always run my house to a certain set of standards and I expect them to be followed even by guests. My son has often described his wife as someone who prefers clutter and she generally likes to have things where she can see them. But after i voiced my displeasure over the clutter in the guest bedroom they're presiding in as well as in the guest bath they use every day she did begin to decrease this amount of clutter but not to the standards i would like in my home my daughter-in-law leaves her makeup out in the bathroom until she gets home in the afternoons because she runs out of time in the mornings to put them up to her credit she does clean everything once she gets home but i don't appreciate having to stare at that mess for hours until she does get home i tried handling privately with my son in hopes that he could talk to her and while he did agree he mostly made excuses about her behavior acquitting it to a unstable home life growing up with incompetent parents and in the foster system towards her later teen years i admit she is still quite young at 20 but my kids knew how to clean up after themselves before they were out of elementary school My frustrations over the situation grew to a head one day, when yet again she left out makeup in the bathroom, and in response I took a trash bag and placed all of the makeup and everything underneath the sink that was hers as well, and then in the guest bedroom, every piece of clothing she owned, etc. I had no intention of actually throwing her belongings in the trash, but I wanted to show how serious I was in the matter and I thought maybe handling it how I would have handled a teenager would have given her a bit of a wake-up call, since she had seemed to miss out on it in her childhood. My daughter-in-law came home before my son, and when she discovered her things in the trash bags outside the front door, I could tell she was rather shell-shocked. I didn't yell, but I was stern when I explained that her behavior had been very disrespectful, and if it continued, she would have to leave my house. My daughter-in-law didn't say much and just looked at me with wide eyes the whole time. And then when I was done, she apologized and took all of her things back inside the room she was staying in. I could hear her crying, which seemed to me to be dramatic. And when my son got home, he apologized for daughter-in-law's messiness, but said that the way I handled the situation was too far. I told him it was my house, my rules. Now my daughter-in-law has been keeping all of her things in her car and won't even place them in the house at all. She's also become very reserved when I'm around, but is completely fine around my daughters and wife. The mess stopped, but now there's an awkwardness in the house. So, I'm gonna be blunt, I think OP is definitely the jerk. By far. If they're visiting, as long as they don't literally trash the place, who cares? If it's clean when they get there, and clean when they leave, and you can't tell they've ever been there, what does it matter? OP says that they left their makeup in the guest bathroom counter. And then he goes on to say, I don't appreciate having to stare at that mess for hours until she does get home. I'd love for OP to not exaggerate, and if they aren't exaggerating, I'd like for them to tell me what they're doing in the guest bathroom for hours every single day. And the trash bag thing is ridiculous, and basically, if they don't apologize and understand that they're being a total hard, you know what, then I'm saying right now that they should get pretty comfortable with not getting any or little interaction from their son and daughter-in-law after that. And our final story of the days by jm461 Am I the jerk for telling my mother-in-law to go freak herself? Hey, so am I, female, 27, the jerk for telling my mother-in-law, female, 57, to go freak herself? So my husband, male, 31, has a really close relationship with his mom. It never really bothered me. I thought it was sweet. He has sisters, but when I first met his family, it became clear to me that my husband was his mother's favorite. She showered him with love and attention. His sisters didn't really get that. When we first met, she'd look me up and down saying, yes, I know all about you. I thought nothing of it. It's been like this for a few years. Snide comment after snide comment. When I told my husband about it, she shook it off telling me it was in my head and I was just feeling insecure. We got married a year ago, his mother wore white to our wedding. It was kind of weird but I decided to not ruin the day. After we were married, my mother-in-law started sending me links to websites about trying for babies and ways to keep husbands satisfied in a relationship. I let her know now was not the time for a baby but when it was, she would be the first to know. At Christmas, she brought the topic of babies at the dinner table in front of the family. Have you guys been trying? How frequently? I have a few websites you can read. I calmly shut it down. My husband said nothing. When we got home, I asked my husband why he didn't say anything. He told me maybe it would be good for me to take the advice and instead of blaming his mother, take a harsh look at myself in the mirror. I was hurt, but he apologized and everything went back to normal. Fast forward to Wednesday, my husband and I were dropping off some baskets for the Easter egg hunt my in-law has for my nieces and nephews every year. My mother-in-law said, you look like you've gained a bit. Are you pregnant yet? I was floored. Again, my husband was silent. I told her no and she frowned. You need to work a little harder in the bedroom, then it might work. I looked at her and straight out told her to go freak herself and mind her business. She told me that I was being too sensitive and I needed to show her a little more respect. She was just looking out for her baby. I left immediately and went to the car. My husband followed me and asked what the freak was wrong with me. I told him straight out that she has no place in my sex life and I wanted to know what he'd been telling her. He told me to suck it up. I need to respect his mother and that she means well. I was done. I wouldn't even get in the car. I stood there yelling back and forth with him until my Uber came. It's been a few days and I'm staying at my sister's house. My family said I was right, but I've received multiple calls from my husband's family calling me a witch, and that I should be ashamed of myself, and I should apologize to my mother-in-law. That chance. I just need to know if I'm in the wrong. I feel like I'm being made to feel crazy. I'm slowly getting there, so... Am I the jerk for telling my mother-in-law to go freak herself? So I don't think Opie's the jerk at all. I think this guy is a serious mama's boy and it's a real issue. And I feel like together they both have some kind of weird background plan on trying to get you pregnant. Why isn't the husband saying anything about not being ready for a kid? And then says maybe they should take the mom's advice. So clearly the husband does want a kid. The mother-in-law to me is definitely overstepping their boundaries, the husband has a real problem on just not being clear on where they stand at all, and overall I think there's some major communication issues going on here. From the way this story reads it feels like OP's not even like with their husband, it feels like they're married to their husband and his mom. Sounds to me like they're one conversation short of the mom suggesting that maybe if she's in the room while it happens cheering you guys on, that it might work out a little bit more.